0: Ox and Hare presents in association with True Story FM the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society.
1: More cream, dearest. Ah, yes, which reminds me, alabaster. Is that a French expression? Because I've never heard it before. No, another name from my list of former paramour. Alabaster, a lovely woman. She kept me warm during some very cold nights in Iceland. Oh, yes, the list, (laughs) I thought we'd reached the end. Not quite. You see, she was very pale, skin smooth and white, like cream. This was a name she chose for herself rather than a fate inflicted on her by her parents. Ah, which reminds me of another brief affair. Perhaps we should focus on the task at hand. Yes,
2: the guy behind
1: the guys. Have you crossed
2: paths with this Sir Oxford Cambridge in your society dealings? I hadn't heard the name, so I had to look him up. You think he's just going to be listed in the phone book? No. I looked him up in the Lady Codswallop's Guide to the Hoi Polloi. The newest edition has just come out.
1: I have too many subscriptions.
2: Perhaps, but this one paid off. And I'm sure the others will as well, in time. What did it say? Not as much as I'd hoped. He's a philanthropist and known to gamble on risky ventures that pay off enough that he stays
1: in the black. He hardly seems a criminal masterman type.
2: I agree, and yet this is where the path leads us.
1: Hmm. Knowing this, I have discovered that Sir Cambridge is planning a hush-hush in that only gathering at his home tomorrow night. Well, the timing cannot be a coincidence. How did you find that out? Are my wiles not still feminine? More than enough for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, said wires were not enough to acquire an invitation. On this, I have been outstruck. I believe you mean struck out. This is another American sport metaphor, oui? It is. Why are your countrymen so obsessed with the movement of a ball from place to place? If you couldn't get in, what kind of people are they inviting? The rich, the morally dubious, and the criminally minded. Most of those names would be on the same list. Even if we could
2: get in, I don't think we'd want our real names mixed in with those others. We need aliases. Agreed. I think it's time for the return of the Ensorcel sisters.
1: Who are they? They are us, or we are them. Early
2: in our courtship, we needed to infiltrate a criminal cabal of corrupt monks. We knew we might have
1: trouble keeping our hands off each other, so we masqueraded as sisters.
2: A friend helped us with a backstory complete with false papers. And we rest some hell. And people are still talking about it. So their bona fides are established, even if they've been laying low for the last few years.
1: We will resume our roles as the unsorceled sisters, and Goldie, you will be... No hold it stop i know the
2: next thing you're going to say is maid or servant and i'm not going to do it what's the problem you two always get to be the glamorous couple or the arms
1: dealers or the lion tamers and i'm the stooge the lackey the girl who picks up the animal poop i had no idea you felt this way we will, of course, remedy this. There are two sisters in the unsurcial family. Who is to say there is not a third one?
2: One so devious and deadly that we rarely speak of her in polite company because of how nefarious her deeds are.
1: Allow me to introduce myself, and I- I'm Zephyr
2: I'm her sister, Samar Ensorcell. And I'm
1: the black sheep, the one mother never wanted.
2: Gemini Ensorcell. I ate my twin in the womb. I was a murderer
1: before I was even born. She's mad, bad, and dangerous to know. Now, to spread the word through the criminal community that the sisters are in town and looking to make some trouble. And speaking of trouble, did I ever tell you of how I once dated twin brothers at the same time? Uh, No, because I'd remember that. We both would. Of course, I didn't know it at the time. In fact, I didn't even know they were twins. I thought it was one man who was very forgetful. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Now, to see if our reputation precedes us Excuse me I'm afraid this soiree is by invitation only You'll need to see yourselves out
1: I'm sure Sir Cambridge would regret turning us away (laughs) Sir Cambridge has no regrets
2: I say good day Don't make me call security
1: would that make you feel
2: more secure? Do you want to be known as the person who turned away the Ensorcell sisters? You, you are the insorcils sisters. you know anyone dumb enough to pretend to be us? In that case, by all means, enter and, and please try, try, try not to kill anyone. No promises. Uh, The the presentation will begin in a few minutes. Help yourselves to hors d'oeuvres and champagne while you wait. We'll take what we want. Pray we leave some for the others. Now, I think a bow is required for your rudeness. Of course.
1: Lower. Yes, yes, lowering. Much better. You may go back to your duties. Of course. Thank you. (laughs) Wow, Zephyr and Samar
2: do not mess around. It helps if you remember that most of these people are craven cowards who want nothing more than to destroy anyone who stands in their way. Pushing
1: them down in the pecking order is just a bit of karmic justice. There's always a bigger fish. Indeed. And in this case, it's better to pretend that you are the bigger fish. It appears the Cambridge has set up a raised platform at the end of the hole. Could they be preparing an
2: auction? Um, Some sort of auction selling off a new weapon?
1: Maybe, but I feel like we would have heard something like that through the grapevine. I have never used this grapevine. (laughs) Is it new?
2: She means the rumor mill. And even if we didn't hear about it, lots of other movers and shakers have. Lord Buxton Blue is over there. Haven't seen him since the incident on the pier. Hmm. Guess
1: he survived all his steam-powered robots exploding. Ah, huh? And there is Minister Marca Acquiesce. Don't let him engage you in conversation, Goldie. Bit of a sweet talker? <laughs> Not at all. In truth, he's possibly the most condescending man I've ever met. Saffron, is that Vicomte
2: Viscu over there? Unfortunately, I'd hope he'd moved on to a higher court. It seems bad lawyers never die, they just appeal. <laughs>
1: And there's nursing appealing about him. It's quite the who's who of who's evil in here. Speaking of which, I believe that is our host. Perhaps it is time to make his acquaintance.
2: Sir Oxford Cambridge, I presume? A bit
3: presumptuous, aren't you? But in this case, correct. Whom do I have the pleasure of addressing?
2: I am Samar and Sorso, and these are my sisters, Zephyr and Gemini. child but bald.
1: What did you say? Your party, it's a bit dull. Perhaps we are used to a bit more of a lively affair.
3: Oh, I know all about lively affairs. You can ask my wife, but better if you don't. <laughs> After all... Don't you know that part of the excitement for an event is the... The... Anticipation.
2: (laughs) You see what I did there? All too well. A little bird told me that you were the mastermind behind the ladies' school for sword swinging and elocution. What sort of bird?
3: I'll have it stuffed and mounted and placed in my study with the rest of my kills. I have an ocelot in there, and a dodo. A dodo?
2: I thought those were extinct. Well, they are now.
3: You're welcome.
2: So it wasn't your idea?
3: Heavens, no. It was presented to me and I invested. I'm an angel, you see.
1: Qu'est-ce que ça veut dire? He means an angel investor
3: precisely you pretty little thing i keep my money close even closer than my friends
2: but the nearest bank is miles away
3: who'd trust a bank (laughs) investments go up and down but a safe is safe the real power is in cash the kind you can roll around in whilst in your birthday suit
1: There's a visual I never wanted.
2: Changing the subject then, is the originator of the idea with us tonight?
3: Uh, He or she, but probably he, wishes to remain anonymous. He wants the idea to stand on its own. But you know. Of course I know. I don't sign checks over to anonymous agents, but an angel knows to keep his mouth shut. It's just good business, Missy.
1: But how should...
3: Ah, I see some gentlemen with whom I need to speak. Stay around for the presentation. That should answer all these blasted questions. And maybe see if you can land yourselves husbands while you're here.
2: None of you are getting any younger. Can I kill him? He's not the one we're after. Oh, I know, but just on general principles. This lad has ended... I think you mean the end of the line, but I don't think so. A person like Sir Cambridge... Agreed. But one who doesn't throw around money on a whim. If he's invested, he knows how much, when, and to whom it would have gone. Which means there'll be a record of it. He'd have to have an office here somewhere. If we can get it, I'm sure Goldie can find the relevant document. Uh, Zinnia, go with her for
1: support. Emotional or combat? Why not both? What will you do?
0: Whatever, one please take their way to the front of the stage? The presentation's about to
2: begin. I'm going to watch the show and, if need be, make a spectacle of myself. To me,
1: the spotlight is always on you. Uh-uh,
2: we're sisters. Remember?
1: Bert. That is one you owe me for later, yes?
2: Yes. Be paid back with compound interest. Now to work. Thank
0: you, thank you. Allow me to introduce
2: myself. I'm Ian Gladhander,
0: and I've been asked here by our mutual friend to talk to you about an exciting opportunity. But before I start, can we get a hand for the host this evening, Sir Oxford Cambridge? Let's hear it, folks. That's right. Hey, Sir Oxford. Uh, next time, can can you put us in the big hall? I'm kidding. This place is huge, right? Sure it is. Now let's talk about the thing we want. And what's that? That's money. Am I right or what? Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm right. There's bad people in the world doing bad stuff right here in this room. But but seriously, who gets in the way of those bad guys? The good guys, the heroes, the do-gooders. <laughs> You're right to boo, but what if we could turn that boo into a boo (laughs) opportunity? See, these poor folks who get robbed or stabbed or cheated or whatever, they run to the goody-goodies. Please help me. And they do, and they do it for free. I know, I know, but what if they didn't? This is where the genius of the idea comes in. For, for a small investment, we help you set up a base of operations for your heroes. They help someone out and they feel good. The dumb people who need help feel good and everyone's, everyone's happy. But then, that's when the second squad comes in hear me out. (laughs) A few days later, the collection squad shows up at their door with a bill for services rendered, and they have to pay. What if they can't pay? Oh, they'll pay if they just keep to their troubles out of sight. We know they've got it hidden somewhere. I mean, is anyone really poor? (laughs) Exactly And if push comes to shove Then they just get someone else to use the service instead If you're thinking
1: about it It's kind of like
0: building a pyramid (laughs) Which the poor people used to
1: do for the rich people Have you found anything out yet? Not yet This guy's done a lot of crazy investing How are things looking out there? the salesman appears to be coming to the end of his presentation, which means our absence will soon be noticed. Unless Saffron can keep him talking longer. Huh? It appears she is about to steal some of his lightning. I think you mean thunder. Why would someone steal thunder? <laughs> it's just noise.
0: <laughs> Ma'am, you appear to have wandered onto the stage. <laughs> I'm sorry to say the ladies' room is that way.
2: I've discovered a flaw in your plan.
0: I think you might have had too much to drink, lady. <laughs> Could someone please come and collect your
2: wife, please? My name is Samar Ensorcel, <laughs> and I've got something to say. Questions and answers are usually reserved for the end of the session. Then let's say it's a counterproposal. Your business model is built on collecting from those who have recently been victimized. That's one way of looking at it. The lion eats
0: the slowest gazelle, and the wounded ones are easiest to catch. (laughs) That guy
2: knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) But you're seeing the wrong end of the stick. Let's say a man walking home from his job is robbed. Your idea is to help him get his money back and then take a percentage. A fat percentage, but yes. (laughs) But in that same night, the robber could have hit seven or eight similar people. He's already quadrupled your income, and that's on an average night. I'm not following. The real money is in crime. I mean, look around this room. See, there's Lord Buxton Blue. He's old money, heavy investments, and all sorts of unseemly crimes. And over there is the Viscount Visque. He's been overcharging you for his services for years. His wife... God rest her soul. Even told me about a chalet in Switzerland where he keeps most of it in gold just because he can. Um, or Minister Mark Acquias, whose collection of contraband and antiquities... I'm failing to see your point. We all have money and we all want more. But you're trying to make juice out of dried up fruit when there's a whole orchard out there that hasn't been touched. If you want the most money, rob a criminal. <laughs>
1: you know? That makes a lot of sense. Goody, you're supposed to be looking for the proof. Oh, yeah, I found it. I was just enjoying the debate. You found it? No name, but it's
2: got an address. We should probably collect your wife. I have a feeling she's about to reach her grand finale. But, but we're all on the same side. Are we? I'm certainly not. And Sir Cambridge's money will certainly spend as well as some poor dock workers would. I say... In fact, I've heard a rumor that Oxford hates banks and keeps all his money here in the house. If I was business-minded, I wouldn't be begging for checks from these fine people. Not when you could walk away tonight cash in hand to fund your next big idea. Cash? Here? In this house? The place is large, so it might take a while to locate. But what's venture capital without a little adventure? But it's, it's just an idle observation. I've said my piece. I'll let you um, get back to your little, uh, little scheme.
0: <laughs> That's a good place for a 15-minute break, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Saffron, that was so good. Thank you. <laughs> did you find what we needed? I did. Should get us one step
1: closer. How long do you think it would take them to tear this house down to the bones? Should be quite a show. I see a couple of unopened bottles of champagne. Shall we head up to the top of the hill and watch the show unfold? An excellent idea. And uh, I believe I have a loan I need to pay back. Ugh, you kiss your sister with that mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Oui, and sometimes more. More is good. But I'm holding out for most. Ah, you are quite a negotiator. This episode, The Three Sisters, was written and directed by Kyle Olson, hey that's me, and performed live at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in Mesa, Arizona in front of our adoring fans. Starring Amy Shaw as Zinnia, Anastasia Plum as Saffron, Cara Gallo as Goldie, Nicholas John as Ian Gladhander, and Dolores Mendoza as the steward. Our theme song is written and performed by Headley Knights, and our interstitial music was Intended Force by Kevin McLeod. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at OxenHair so you won't miss the next thrilling adventure. The Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society is an OxenHair media production. Old format, new ideas.